Relax, a podcast where you listen to this, our boy talk about life, news, and anything interesting. Welcome back to another episode of the Chillax Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experience going to an Arbing school, which is literally my secondary school experience. The reason why I decided to talk about this is because recently I saw this and Andrew's student threatening the teacher on video, and it kind of reminded me of my secondary school. My secondary school had it more worse. There are these kind of things happening, and there are a lot more worse situations, incidents happening. So I thought, you know, why not share it? This is likely going to come out as me bashing Northside at my secondary school, but I try to be objective here and balance it out with positive things that has shaped me as a person. If you didn't know, I live in the Northside around the area where it is pretty notorious for its Xiaolang and Abings. I mean, people like to joke about it, but there's some sort of truth in it. So schools there, right, um, aren't that great. There are some schools that are not very good. Maybe when the government say like all school is a good school, it's because the funding they give to all schools are equal. But I feel that there are two factors that affect uh, how good a school is. It's a student. I mean, you can't have students that are punching, attempting to verbally abuse and punch the teachers every time, right? Eventually, the teacher is going to quit. Good teachers are going to quit. And this also affects uh, their peers as well. They can do that to their peers and it also affects them. Then there's also um, school funding. I mean, we see these very good schools typically has a very huge and engaged alumni networks that can fund the school so that they can get a lot more resources. And as a result, you have a lot of people who are willing to work hard, who are educated, all flocking to those schools. And you will have these kind of situations happening. You still have these kind of things happening. I mean, it's not completely 100% these kind of things don't happen, but there's a, it's a likelihood thing, right? And my school was very well known as an Arbing school. It was literally referred to as an Arbing school, not implied at all, you know. The perception of it was akin to how people perceive IT at that time, where they say, if you go to this school, your future is gone. I mean, the rumor was that there was a lot of uh, gangs, Arbings in the school. People who go there will be, you know, uh, subjected to bullying, they will do very badly in their education. There were bad influences. It just basically feel like there was no future going there. Friends said it, kids said it, teenagers said it, parents said it. Everybody was saying it. I mean, as a kid, you think about it, it feels like a rumor. But then once you go in there, you realize there are some truth to it. And it's not the kind of little bit of truth. It's a big truth that was there. The school was newly established. So you kind of see that, you know, usually I would say schools that are longer, uh, they have been around for quite some time would kind of have some sort of structure, alumni network, people are more experienced there. I'm not quite sure, does this affect it? I'm not too sure, but the school was newly established for sure. And it is established in a area where the neighborhood is rather poor, right? The housing there was pretty cheap and there were gangs around. And there was a notorious shooting incident where a gang leader had a gun, you know, I mean, in Singapore, have you heard of people having a gun? No, I think maybe in the 70s, 80s, like the 1900s, right? Uh, the guns was like being outlawed, right? People have to give up their guns or else they're going to suffer death penalty or something. I don't know if you have, yeah, you have firearms and you shoot people, you are going to get hanged or something. I'm not too sure about the laws, but people eventually give up their gun, right? And this gang leader, right, is probably one of the bigger hits. And they are very powerful that kind then he had a gun he didn't give it up he just hold on to it then one day i forgot what was the reason i don't know what what was the impetus behind it he decides to rob the singapore pool store he had a gun did he fire not too sure but there was a lot of articles written about that situation and to this day 
I, I still don't know what's the motivation. I didn't go and read it up, but maybe you can go and find it. So it was quite a big incident and it kind of clue you in on the environment, how it feels like and how it looks like, right? So I was very scared to go to that school because there was all these people there, right? I, I'm not saying that, oh, you know, because they are nearby shooting, nearby our gang leader having a gun, that this means that this school is bad. This school was already have such things happening really. And it's just to, to say that this is how the environment is like. And I tried my best to avoid this school. I want to go to a nearby school instead. Everybody was in the same mindset where let's not go to Abing school and instead we go to the school that is nearby. But everybody is trying to go to that nearby school, right? So I want to go to express class. The lowest cutoff point, right, is 188, right? And that Abing school cutoff point was 188. The rest of the schools, right, weren't anywhere near 188 man and I my score was 189 so I was in a very awkward position because I barely get into you know the express class and I want to go to the other neighboring school right that that was not upping and the neighboring school everybody was gunning for it hence the cow point raised to 19 something I know I know some of you who are listening to this your cow point is way higher 200 plus I spoke to my uh, uni friends everybody scored 200 plus like very easy like that but you know we are talking about my level so this is the numbers that we are dealing with so nobody also in their same mind right will go to a cat just to avoid um the arbing school right i mean how bad can it be i mean everybody is saying it but then my parents couldn't give a shit and i want to get into express class they also want me to get into express class i mean you don't want to waste a year right so we end up going in to this school and, and i had a better view of what was going on how true the rumor was and the truth is it was mostly true, man. The things were changing for sure. I mean, when I joined, right, all this arbing thing, right, was phasing out already. But when I joined, I at least still had one year to witness these things happening because all these arbings were in their final year. Then I got to witness, like, fights happening. Fights happening is pretty common in some schools, right? But there were gang chants. Like, people just started chanting. It's not like your typical, you know, I think I saw a TikTok video of this uh, Malay guy from SGAG. Then he was... Uh, doing a skit on the on the the rhythm thing, you know, like like the, the the song that people like to play in in classrooms or in lunchtime. Then all the Malay, Chinese, Indians join in, and and they will play that song. But this is different. I mean, we still play that song, but then this is different. This is a gang chant, and people were chanting it. We have like secret society people, you know, like secret society police outside in plain clothes patrolling, police patrolling. And I, I managed to witness one of these situations happening before because I think there was a fight that was about to break out. Then suddenly this police, right, just came out of nowhere, you know. Like this plain clothes police just came out of nowhere, just start, started chasing everybody. Like just trying to break out this fight and capture them and put them in the, in the prison and screen them or whatever it is. So it was like, wow, what is going on, man? In terms of what are the bad things that happen, you can put it on a spectrum. Like on the more extreme end, what happened was that there was this story of the... Chinese teacher, right? The hair, right? Was burned. The student was burning the teacher's hair. I was like, what the heck, man? I mean, I, I say this is an anecdotal story because the senior shared it. I would think that this is true because when these kind of things happen, it happens in front of a 40 students in class and there were people who were able to verify it to some extent, right? And this was something that was passed around and I think one of my friends got verified with uh, the Chinese teacher because apparently the Chinese teacher, right? is still around when I joined and she taught my class and we can kind of see what was the reason why okay there is no good reason why you should burn a person's hair but 
there's some weird obsession with people right people like to bully old teachers maybe because they are old and maybe because they are not engaging enough maybe they can't hold their ground they usually let the class just go crazy they don't control they are not very like stern on them that's why they think that it's very easy to climb over their heads that's why these kind of things happen apparently at Alien there's you no know, went up to the teacher while the teacher was talking to somebody else Alien smoking all right then she got her lighter then she started burning the teacher's hair behind her back and I'm like what the heck man then I don't know what happened out of it but that was what happened then there was also physical assaults on teachers uh that was more on the extreme end then in the middle you have your verbal abuse like your St. Andrew situation where people just uh, threatening the teacher shouting at the teacher want to bring gang down to like you know beat the teacher out or something on the other end right there's more like not light-hearted what kind of light-hearted shit is this <laughs> on the less severe end it's just people making noise joking your typical troublemaker stuff but usually these kind of things like the weaker and the generally nicer teacher will cry it's, it's very sad I don't know man, any of you have seen teachers cry before? During my time in secondary school, right? I don't know whether the amount of teachers crying like I've seen before, right? Is it normal or not? Because I've seen a lot of teachers cry, which is, does it happen in a good school? You see adult teachers breaking down and crying. I feel a tinge of sadness, but I don't feel guilty because I'm not the perpetrator here, right? But then now you, I think back, right? As an adult, thinking back and try to empathize and seeing from that point of view, right? It's fucking sad, you know? Because imagine an adult at our age, when was the last time we cried? And you think about this situation, the person suffers so much, so stressful, so many students just abusing her, making noise, she can't control it, and she just cried in front of the students. You know, the amount of things that need to, uh, that is done, right, to put the person to that level, right, is insane. And she somehow she cried in front of the, in the class, right? If I had a choice, I wouldn't, but then you can imagine how tough it was. The only way was for her to cry so that she can release those um, pent-up stress, right? And it was bad. Like, I think about it, I remember how the teacher was just couldn't stand it anymore. And she just walked out of the classroom and all of a sudden, then she just stood in the corner as we try and peer outside of the window. And seeing her just sobbing away, then we were just like, wow, stunned. For our class, no amount of shushing, right? It's gonna stop us from talking. The only way that can shut us up is when the teacher cry. Even when the teacher cry, we only shut the fuck up for maybe half a class, like 30 minutes or something. Then at the near the end of the class, we already start talking again already. Then like, what the heck, right? But, but it was terrible, man. You think about it. The teacher just sobbing at the corner. Then she just uh, pick herself up, come back in. And she just continue talking while tears are still streaming and she's still sniffling. During that time, it did not traumatized me i didn't like you know feel that uh, affected by it but i reflect on that moment right it definitely feels a bit traumatizing for sure like what i mentioned before by the time i i joined a lot of the seniors are really leaving all these gangsters when i graduated already a lot of these are phasing out but i think it ended with my batch for sure I mean, my batch still had some gangsters here and there but they are not so like those seniors that left right they were really affiliated they were part of those gangs that are serious that kind of like, involved in drugs slashing and all these kind of things but then during my time it kind of become more toned down where people are still i mean they are affiliated but they are not really part of the gang they still do stupid things like sometimes there's some fighting happening some are uh, runners and all these things not everyone was so involved and surprisingly usually this kind of arming stuff right ccs are also involved in it you know if i'm not wrong i spoke to some of my friends Basketball CCA is a correlation. Like people who are who join basketball also are related to this kind of stuff. Volleyball also. So I was in the volleyball CCA. 
then we our seniors was also somewhat related to this kind of stuff you know then we all, then even our coach also got mentioned before like how these kind of things are pretty common where even in his times right as a secondary school or school team fights happen they will go and punch other schools you know not they'll go and fight other schools not like fight in terms of like volleyball or sporting that kind like they will ha- they have abings joining this kind of school team then if they don't like each other these kind of things will break out in fights all right like maybe i smash the ball right then the ball hit your face then you play song then they will fight after the tournament when they are bathing in the toilet they will fight that kind for some reason sports sporting cca with a huge amount of i suppose either physical contact or huge opportunities to demonstrate power right these kind of things you attract such people i think at that time when i was the cca i always thought volleyball is a bit um not not so manly but then playing the cca you realize how scary it is because you are smashing the ball then the ball right those people can smash it very hard right it goes very fast and it can smack your face very hard and it's very aggressive the coach are crazy you are experiencing ns kind of the gun as a secondary school student you know doesn't make sense at all then we look at the ncc while they are marching and they are getting taken by them cannot compare at all ours is much more worse then the good thing was that it kind of prepared me for army by the time i joined army i was like huh taken then you see then it's quite fascinating to see because people who never get taken who never joined any kind of uh cca before that were taken you right then they break down you know in army and because i joined pet i'm passy all right so passy, you have big people who are of different backgrounds and some people cannot take it, alright? Just a little bit of scolding, they will go mental, they will cry. Lucky I was exposed to this kind of CCA, to this kind of crazy training environment that I was prepared to, you know, get scolded. And even if I get scolded, it just felt like, ah, alright, oh, just another scolding, which is fine. I was also, I mean, involved now to some extent, the CCA stuff, as a result, you were hang out with people sack a void deck i have my classmates that were also involved so we will go around void deck slacking then sometimes fights will break out but then i wasn't fully involved most of the time because i was too much of a scaredy cat i'm part of it yet i am not because i just hang out only and because that's, those are my only group of friends right but then eventually me and my other close friends just decided to break off from that group it wasn't fun at all i wasn't enjoying it we were just slacking but then we are going around wasting our time people try to pick fight then you also get involved in it it feels like we are wasting our time away so around year three year four right that is when we just broke off and me and my other friend just started attending a lot of this tuition staying back in school studying because at that time the school is already starting to provide all these things ready to just prepare us for o levels so it kind of came in at the right time where we were getting sick of it then we just transitioned away to just hanging out with the more studious people the people who are just trying to do well in school and we really enjoyed it just hanging out with these people because it's a different kind of environment right you when when we were with the all the gang and all these things right like all we did was slack and avoid that then some stupid idiot like from our group would try and pick up five people then when they see another group of people from another school slacking at the void deck then you want to fight like that for for no reason then you have people who don't like this person stare at them then fight happen anything fight will happen when we hang out also do stupid shit our year end whenever countdown we also stack avoid that do nothing waste time that wasn't enjoyable at all when we transitioned to the other group where we were just studying and with all these people who study together it was more enjoyable because the things that we do was a lot more fun where we study it was all right but then we will go to one of our friends house and we will play what xbox 
play Guitar Hero, there was a lot more game gaming, playing board games, having fun, just talking about things, talking cock. And that was a lot more fruitful and it was a lot more happy. I no longer feel so stressed anymore because we are not getting into stupid shit, right? And instead we are just having fun, studying and just making a making a, a good good memories, right? And also being out part of those groups, we are also very close with the teacher and the teacher was also quite quite relaxed, you know. <laughs> Surprisingly, I mean maybe this school is pretty new and you have a lot of new teachers that join as well then one of the teachers right i think he eventually quit uh, as a teacher but he just didn't give a shit about anything you know he managed to get permission from the vice principal to allow us to play water bomb you know i think during that time right birthday parties it was very when somebody's birthday happened right it was very common for people to play water bomb and flour usually you'll play it outside of school right but in this case the teacher managed to get permission for that. Then we play with the teacher, you know, and several teachers kind of join in as well. That's never happened before. I have never seen or heard anybody, right, from other school happen before. But other times, the teacher will hold tuition uh, lessons, bring all these teachers to come together to teach us. Then we stay late to the night. Then we eat pizza. Like, good lives, yeah. So that was something that was good because we created a lot of, like, lasting memories and we, we are still friends to this day like all the people that i met it was such a good ending right because i came on thinking when i first joined that i'm gonna get bullied and things are gonna end up badly i'm gonna do very badly and my old levels end up pretty well i don't know how it happened i was able to score pretty well be the in the top 20 percent i was able to go to a psychology course but anyway that's the story i hope you guys enjoyed this it'll be interesting to hear about your secondary school experience as well whether you have seen any fights whether these fights were very common in your school and what are your thoughts on it uh, if you are interested in supporting this podcast you can go to patreon.com slash chillax podcast which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash chillax podcast where you can support this podcast and get additional episodes for free i think the lowest tier is about two dollars per month which is like a cup of expensive toast box uh taping. I think taping also more expensive, you know, almost two sixty three dollars like that. No, even cheaper than that. You get additional episodes and the money doesn't just go to my pocket, the money goes towards contributing to create a video set where in the future I can do a video podcast. We can do live streaming where we can just talk about things. That's all. I'll see you guys next time.